Can you give me a countdown again? Okay, three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Cadence Podcast. I'm Katarina. And I'm Michael. And I am a content creator, mainly on YouTube. However, both myself and Katarina work in the creative field. And oftentimes, we have these long, in-depth conversations that revolve around creativity and how that works within our life and how it affects our life. And so one night, we were just having dinner and we figured, man, some of the stuff that we're talking about could be really useful to some people out there. And not only that, but we felt it was a great way to decompress for ourselves. So what is Cadence? Well, Cadence is a podcast. It's a lifestyle podcast. So we'll be talking about creativity, what it means to live a creative and full life, and basically about discovering the art of every day, one day at a time. Yeah. And you heard that, that quote somewhere? Yes, it's, uh, I think, I don't specifically remember where I saw it, but I saw it online and I thought it was really impactful, the discovering the art of every day. Yeah, and when we were trying to come up with the name for the podcast, we were thinking, you know, like, typical names of flow state and flow and vibe and, and living life. And, 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 and when we landed on the word cadence, it felt appropriate because life isn't always about ups. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of downs and you kind of go through the ebbs and flows. Mm -hmm. And so cadence felt good. And it also like when I looked up the word again, after we had decided to use it, it also is um, the word for a repeating pattern. And Mm. everyday life is a repeating pattern. But how do you make it not monotonous, but special? Yeah, exactly. I was going to say like, a repeating pattern every day can either be a good thing for some people or a bad thing, right? I, I think we have an episode where, we're, where we will dive into um, routines and how different people's routines can be and how creative routines can be different than sort of uh, the corporate routine. I don't know if that makes sense. but Yeah, yeah the routine of the corporate nine-to-five life. Yeah, because can I live, uh, even though in the same little pool of, of being creative professionals, we actually have very different routines, but somehow we've made them work together. Mm-hmm. But before we dive deeper into some of our topics, and now that we have a bit of a grasp on what cadence is, we thought we should celebrate yes. first, right? <laughs> so uh, if you're not aware, I'm Canadian, but I live here in Berlin. We live here together. And Katarina's German. <laughs> yeah, I'm German. Uh, and we are married. But we thought we would celebrate with some donuts. And here in Berlin, there's a company called Bramibal and they make incredible donuts. Incredible vegan donuts. Yeah. Don't like they're vegan, but if you don't know, it's they're insane. Exactly. But first of all, we're the first thing that I want to say is like we're not for or against anything. We like to live a really, you know, just generally balanced life, but I think these are incredible yeah. for anyone. Anyone. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. The packaging is ridiculous. Like for anyone who is a graphic designer out there, I'm sure you can appreciate this. I don't know if you can see that, but like. Yeah, the design is awesome. I was looking even at that sticker today when we picked it. Yeah, it's really, really dope. But so I'll reveal which donut. I'm mangling this box right now. So it's a really strong sticker. Yeah, it's like a paper, like almost like a cardboard. Yeah. So my donut choice 
is the classic emoji donut. And Katerina picked one of their famous donuts, which is... Um, strawberry white chocolate. Strawberry white chocolate. Like, how can you go wrong with either of these donuts? Come on. Yeah. Right? So... Let's try them. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. And thank you for tuning in. Mm -hmm. And we're glad you found us in whatever way possible. And we hope that you enjoy today's episode. So, quick little bite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Always a good one. Always delicious. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the sound isn't too crazy with chewing and biting. <laughs> but speaking of which, I know most podcasts, people will sit and have like the mics in front of them. And even though we eventually maybe will do that, we, we have a few mics, but we kind of wanted to have a bit more of a uh, conversation where we're kind of not only talking to each other, but to the audience watching. And so I thought I would go with a mic setup that was a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And so hopefully that doesn't affect the sound and it still sounds good and everything. But after this episode, we'll reevaluate yeah, that for sure. quite quickly. Yeah. Why don't we tell people a little bit about ourselves? Yep. So what do you want to go first? Sure. Um, yeah, I like Michael said, uh, I'm German. We live here together in Berlin. We're married. Um, I lived in Canada, where Michael's from, for four, five years. Born and raised, not just from. Yes, born and raised <laughs> for five years, and that's how we met. But um, in my everyday life, in my job, I am in a social media world. So I'm a social media strategist working for a big agency here in Berlin, and um I basically, my entire career has been in this field and strategy is what I'm really, really passionate about planning, getting that client, figuring out what their, um, what the core of what they want to do is and how to plan and execute content for them is, I guess, what I'm most passionate about. Right. But besides what you do, what is it that you want to do and how you enjoy living your life. Because we're we're more than just a creative work, work, work podcast. Because that's not who we are as people. Yeah. So what is it that you actually care about besides your work? I guess I really am passionate about psychology. But in a way of how you can live your best life. What are the tools? What are the things that you can apply in your everyday life to make your life the best it can be. And, and what that, do you like to do for fun then? What I like to do for fun? Yeah. I like to read a lot. I read a lot. I journal. I journal every day, mornings and evenings. Mm -hmm. um, but I also just like being out and enjoying and taking in what the world has to offer. So travel is a big one too. Yeah. Like I've lived abroad. Yeah, you tra travel a, a, a ton. To, I think I was doing the math one time, over 25 countries, probably yeah. even more at this point, but yeah. Yeah, and I think that's where I was kind of going with it. It was yeah. like I wanted to be like, yeah, you're creative and you're a strategist and you journal and you're like, you know, this <laughs> person, but like she, she's traveled a ton. And for me, I haven't traveled nearly quite as much. I think um, my experiences are a little bit more sort of bordered by where I was born and raised and... I think it'll be a topic eventually, but I'm born and raised with uh, parents who emigrated to Canada, and they were boat people, as you would say, if you're familiar with that. I am Vietnamese. Uh, 
as my ethnic background, but I was born and raised in Canada. Vietnamese was my first language, just like German was your first language, and English is both our second language. Yes. I think we're doing pretty well in that category. And, and for those who might be wondering, I am learning German super hard. Maybe we'll get into that one day. But I have always grown up as a super creative person. I always thought I was going to grow up being a comic book artist. I used to draw a ton when I was a child. And then I went to school for architecture and design. And I thought I was going to go into sort of interior design. I was really focused on that for a period of time. And then somehow I landed on photography. And what's interesting about that is my dad grew up as a photographer in, in a lot of ways. That was his number one passion. When he came over to Canada, he could not make that his full-time job because of the language barrier and not having the right opportunities. But he ended up passing down his Canon AE-1 to me for all you analog enthusiasts. And I started out taking photos, which led me to doing video. And then this is where I am today, where I take photos, make videos for YouTube and for clients and I founded a small creative agency uh, back in Canada which we can get into a little more in depth at some point. In terms of what I like to do outside of all that work and stuff is exactly what, why we started this podcast is I have a really hard time living the same routine every single day. I don't like to eat the same things uh, two days in a row. I it's, it's a passion of mine to cook and I really enjoy trying high-end food but also just like street food, and I just in, in general appreciate the artistry, artistry, <laughs> artistry of every industry, yeah. whether it be culinary or clothing or interior design or photography or painting and all that. So that's pretty much who we are. But yeah, we have a segment that we'd like to uh, do at sort of the beginning of every episode, much earlier than this. Uh, but we wanted to call it the... Cadence News. Cadence News? I thought we were called the New Cadence. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're going to call it... The New, new Cadence. cadence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to call it the New Cadence, yeah. which is sort of interesting pieces of news or something that is trending that we recently came across. And each week... I will bring something to the table and, and or Kat will bring something to the table and then we'll just kind of quickly go through it mm -hmm. and hopefully it won't drag on. So Kat is going to be the first person up and you brought today. So I read an article yesterday that talked about what Apple perceives as one of the best apps for lifelong learning. Okay. What is this app? So I, I was so intrigued because I thought, if Apple says that, it must be really good. Um, <laughs> okay, now you're just going to upset all the people who hate Apple. <laughs> but let's see, let's see. Um, and it's called Blinkist. Have you heard of it? Yes, yeah. I've heard of it. I, I know nothing about it. Yeah. You, this is only the first time you've heard of it? No, I use it, actually. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and they're just saying that it's one of the best apps. Yeah, exactly. Ah, I see. You use Blinkist. Yeah, so okay. um, if you're not familiar with Blinkist, it's an app that basically... They summarize the key points of any book out there, mostly nonfiction, but also fiction books. So it, you, it's up to 15 minutes. So you could get through any book in 15 minutes and you just um, read through the what they call blinks. And like I said, it summarizes the key points. And um, 
I use it every morning. I read on it every morning. So, okay, let me get this right. Basically, it's like Cole's notes for any book. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. And they said that it's a app that is best for what? Lifelong learning. Lifelong. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I should maybe try that because I don't enjoy reading that much. Yeah. I mean, I'm a much more visual person. I'm obviously in the filmmaking world for a reason. Yeah. I think reading is really important. I know so many of my top creators on YouTube talk about how they read a lot now and it's and it's important to continually learn, yeah. right? Because things are changing so rapidly, but I just have a hard time reading. I, I don't know if this is just me, but I'm one of those people who gets really tired reading mm-hmm. at, at any time of the day. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it could be noon and I'll be start reading and I'll fall asleep. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people. So maybe Blinkist could be good for me. Yeah. But yeah, so if you haven't heard of Blinkist, it's what, the number one app apparently for lifelong, lifelong learning, learning, according to Apple. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. But we're going to move into our next topic. And our next topic is going to be about, uh, it's just a fun one for this first episode. Nothing too in-depth. It's going to be maybe sort of my experiences of uh, living life in Europe versus Canada. And maybe yours as well. Because yeah. both of us have lived in both countries for a fair-ish amount of time. I've only been in living in Europe for about two years now. Yeah. So just, just over a year and a half, actually. So we can kind of get into it. We don't really know where the direction is going to go on that. But Mm-mm. what was your experience like living in Canada? Like, what was your, like, biggest culture shock from from living your entire life? Like, pretty much, you know, mm-hmm. over, over, like, 30 years in Europe and then living in Canada for a few years. Biggest culture shock. I guess it's hard because I had lived in the States before. So it's like sort of compared. For like a semester. For a semester. So yeah. so the biggest culture shocks actually happened then. Mm. Um, and so what's, what was that like then? Uh, yeah, it's like you drive everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And alcohol is not allowed in public, I guess. Those, those are the two biggest things. Culture That's shocks. hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I would say... Man, the people drive so much here in Berlin as well. Mm-hmm. But people here in Europe, from any cities that I've been to, and I've been to a, a, like a good handful now, people enjoy walking here, and and the cities are much more walkable. Yeah, like like, and and I also think just just the transit systems here. I mean, we have an amazing transit system here, but like you have like the tube in in London is really amazing, and and I, I would agree. I, I feel like people just generally enjoy. Going for that Sunday stroll. Yeah. Because everything's closed here on Sunday. So I would say that's not really a shock to me, but I I definitely have noticed it. Yeah. I think the biggest shock for me when I first came over here was that sort of being able to consume alcohol anywhere. Yeah. And for me, even more so, the age limit. Like here, when you're 16, you just walk into a, they call them spateys here, spate shop, late shop. Uh, they're like convenience stores, and a 16-year-old could just buy a beer. Or they buy it at the grocery stores because yes, we have alcohol right. at the grocery stores. And I guess the biggest culture shock for me so far, um, I think that might be the same thing, but I don't know. I I think everyone here just lives life a little bit, a little bit more laissez-faire. Yes. And it's it's not that 
there is a bit of a hustle culture. People want to do things and create things and start things, but they definitely live before work, I would say yes. a little bit. And that actually was my biggest culture shock. The amount of vacation days you only get in Canada. Yeah, it's like... like 10, by, 10, I think is the government yeah. law. Yeah. And I had 15, which for any German, when you tell them, they're like... Yeah, because here excuse it's... Excuse me? By law, it's 30, right? Uh, 24 by 24. law. And then most people have 30. Yeah. And that that really allows you to... Uh, do traveling a lot more, but also the advantage in this area is you can just hop around to different countries very easily. It's like yeah. an hour flight to Italy from here or yeah. to Switzerland or to, to Amsterdam. Like they're all hour long flights and you can visit all these. these. Or, or the trains. You took a train to Prague. Yeah, I took a train to Prague, which was only four hours. Yeah. And I think that what that allows you is... Living life and learning, lifelong learning, as you had put it from before, in a different way. Because I'm sorry to say, but you ain't going to learn about other cultures in the same way through a book. Mm -hmm. Eating the food. You can't eat people's food through a book. You can't see how people live. Um, maybe you can see the highs and lows. You, you can't feel that through a book yeah. in a classroom. Yeah, and, it, and also when you have that, like we said before, the when you don't have that many vacation days, you work a lot. So you have that seemingly routine, monotonous life every single day. And it's and it's hard you to... You live for the holiday sort of you, thing? You live yeah. for the short holiday you have. and But during the monotonous times, it's so much harder to like experience something new because there is just no time. Yeah, and I think, and I, and, and I think for me... The, the, the thing that I did notice as one of the other big differences... Uh, since we're kind of on that still, is that in Canada, I often notice my friends traveling to the same locations all the time. It's always like, we're going to Vegas, we're going to Vegas, we're going to Vegas, we're going to Mexico, we're going to Mexico, mm -hmm. we're going to Mexico. Always the same city, cities. Or, or same same country, because it's so such a big yeah. country. Yeah, but here, like oftentimes... I'm hearing people like, oh, we're going to Greece. And then next, like their next vacation, oh, we're going to Italy. Oh, then their next vacation, they're going to Manchester. And then their next vacation, they're in Ireland. Having said that, Germans often just go back to Mallorca as well. Because, because that's our Mexico. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and to me, when I heard that, I, Mallorca just seemed like this distant, magical vacation that Canadians could never make it to or it was expensive. Like Mallorca just seemed so majestic and magical. But for what you told me, it's basically in some parts just like Mexico, just party city, just drunk people everywhere. Yeah. And that, that majestic vibe that I had in my head kind of goes away too. Don't... Do you feel that Mexico, when you hear Mexico, do you also have like that majestic, it's Mexico. It's like, it's so like, uh, it's tropical. It's so unique. It's so far away for us. So we're yeah. like, wow, are you going to Mexico? Oh, pff. and let me tell you, I've been in Mexico during spring break with a bunch of friends, with my family. And yeah, it's beautiful. Like, I love Mexico and I love real uh, Mexican tacos and the food and the culinary is amazing. I want to go back to Mexico. I want to go back. I mean, I've never been to Mexico City, but we've yeah. been talking about going yes. to it. But let me tell you, the Mallorca, the party Mallorca that you're talking about is exactly like the party yes. Mexico, like the Cancun. It is not that great at all times. Like we stayed, we went during spring break one year and we stayed at a four-star hotel and it was absolutely incredible. But we would always go next door. 
to the cheaper one. I think it, I think it was like a two and a half star or three star. But we always went to that one because it was cheap. That's where all the college kids went, and that's where we were in college at the time. And that's where you party. That's where you had all like the much music parties, the yeah, MTV yeah. parties. And let me tell you, it is just drunk. It is terrible. The bathrooms are terrible. The food is terrible. And if you're a young student with not a lot of money doing all inclusive, yeah, that can be fun. But holy, wow. Holy crap. <laughs> like, and you get that in Mallorca too, but it's also... Both but does the food make you shit your pants? Yes. <laughs> no, probably not in the same way, but yeah. Yeah, but, it, but, it, but all you people who've been on spring break in Mexico at a, at a not-so-great hotel, you know what I'm talking about. Like, the toilet better be close on your first few days. <laughs> but, but, yeah. So, I guess that's the biggest difference is... I mean, is, is there anything that we're missing, culture shock-wise? If there is, if you've lived in both, both Europe and in North America, comment below. Leave, leave us a comment. What were some of your biggest culture shocks? Yeah. I think there, I'm sure we'll come up with so many more, but... Over, over the, the, the course of time, but... Yeah. I think those were the biggest ones that we really noticed. Yeah, that we, that we, that we noticed? Yeah. But yeah. So I guess we'll move on because we were talking about the other day about... And since this is Martin going into the new year and sort of spring is coming and every everybody's kind of coming out of this winter hole, yeah. especially here. Wow. It, it can be a big winter hole here mm -hmm. because one of the biggest differences for me personally was oh, yeah. Calgary, where I'm from, is consistently sunny. Incredibly sunny. And you that's what you miss the most, hey? Yeah. Whereas here in this part of Europe, it, in the winter, it's just dark a lot of the times. It's just great. And, and not and not like dark in the way that is like majestic, like night vibes, like Tokyo City with lights and neon lights and that beautiful cyberpunk that you could, would imagine. It's like dreary dark, like gray dark. Yeah. In during, the middle of the day at yeah, like 2 p.m. in the middle of the day, it's just so dark. So, so the clouds are so low and it's that yeah. dark gray. It feels like they're just sitting on top of your head. Yeah. But so... To get back on topic, we were talking about the last three years and maybe even further back when when everything happened. And we were saying how in 2021, I think there were a lot of big changes that, that started to happen because of 2020. Yeah. And I think people needed to make those changes because life was different. Work from home was now the norm. and Or you could work from home, which allowed you to sort of live in different places around the world and yeah. so for us that was a big year because we decided to move and leave Canada and start a life here in Berlin and now we both sort of work from home and that's a huge change all the different you no longer need to live from an office yeah. and our friend even said to us which which totally rocked our world is Katerine and I don't need to be in Berlin we're here purely by choice and a lot of people could make those choices too. Some people are tied to a job, but yeah. you were here by choice because your head office is in, in Munich. Munich. And a lot of the work I do is on YouTube. And the company that I have co-found is in Canada, but yet yeah. I'm here. Yeah, we're purely by, here by choice. That is yeah. mind-blowing. So I think 2021 just, just forced or allowed people to do big changes, exciting changes, sometimes tough changes, mm -hmm. like changes that they may not have wanted to make. Yeah. But... What was one of the biggest things that changed for you in 2021 20, that was either exciting or tough or challenging um, or exciting? 
I think 2021, the move was incredibly exciting, of course. Yeah, but also really challenging. If you don't know, uh, we documented our move from Canada to Berlin. We sold everything we own, basically, yeah. other than two suitcases each. Yeah. And we moved here. So it was one of the most exciting yet tough things to do. Yeah. And I think also 2021 was the year that I went back into the agency world. Mm-hmm. Um full-time agency world, first-time big agency. Mm-hmm. And I had just come from uh, being more of a freelancer in Canada. So that was also, like, that was a big adjustment. Yeah, and you hadn't really worked in a big agency yeah. ever, really. Yeah. You've always been in, like, these micro-agencies or boutique agencies. And so how did that f- feel? I think you said you had a hard time with it. Yes, like, on it's really exciting because... The, all the clients we work with are these big name brands, yeah. which is really exciting. And yet that also puts a lot of pressure on you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. personally. Yeah. And um, I think what I struggled with is being part of this huge agency, but sitting in my own little space at home mm-hmm. and working from home for that. Like that just, there was sort of a disconnect between this big world that exists there. And mm-hmm. especially with everyone in Munich, my, all, all my team is in Munich and me being here. Mm-hmm. And that's still something that you mentioned. I think that's still one of the things that you you sort of struggle with. Yeah. And it's unfortunate that you can't be there because the office, I've been to their office. It's absolutely stunning. But um, yeah. And yeah, I could see that. I think for me, obviously the move was exciting because I was born and raised in Canada. That's all I ever known. I had never even lived anywhere else. You had lived in like four other places before yeah. coming here back to, to to Germany and Berlin. Of course, that was my biggest and ex- most exciting moment. But But with that, man, there was just a lot of like sort of unknowns. I was so excited because we moved at the end of 2021 and we knew all the changes were coming. And that sort of leads us into the following year, which was 2022, the one that mm-hmm. just passed. And 2022, I, f- I found very very interesting because I think a lot of people were excited because everything was coming back to normal. Yeah, like the full normal. The, the yeah. sort, of the full, sort of the full normal because there was still some, some of the, um, the regulations in place. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. But with that, just, I, I don't know, for me... I had a lot of anxiety last year mm-hmm. and and I think uh, that's a much bigger topic to get into and and I'm not very good at talking about it yet because mm-hmm. I know in this day and age it's much more comfortable to be talking about where you struggle and your anxieties and I think I'm not sure if that's the case with a lot of really ultra ADHD type A creatives mm-hmm. but anxiety is a part of that I yeah, think I totally, maybe yeah. I don't know but um I think a lot of the anxiety was also built up because I was in a new country, trying to learn a new language, not knowing anything about the country or really how it works. I mean, it's not that different and it is Berlin and there's a lot of English here. But I think from my perspective, I came from a city that I worked in hospitality in Canada. So I knew a lot of people Mm -hmm. and I was friends with a lot of people and all my best friends were there and all the people I grew up with were there. So I knew the ins and outs. I could navigate that city blindly. And, and we would always pass people on the street that you knew, like, it was just all very like, you just knew the ins and And outs. outs. And here the city is 
four times, five times the size with four times the population. And I just felt very sort of lost, not only in navigating the city, but just lost in my sort of my place, my, my footing in it. Yeah. So though I was so inspired and, and so filled with creativity because of what the, the, the city and the mm-hmm. backdrop of the city was providing with me, providing to me, I felt a lot of anxious moments. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. Like, did you notice that a lot? Because, because if you don't, did we mention that we're married? Yes, we did. Okay, all right. I don't know if you forgot to mention that. Uh, yeah, of course I noticed that, and um, I like because you felt it. I felt it too because mm-hmm. I want to support you, and like it's we see each other every day, all yeah. day, and yeah. um, and I think there is a lot of there was also anxiety on my part because we moved to my country, and um, so I I just wanted us to be. Yeah, I, f- I felt like you you. Inadvertently, had to bear some of that burden yeah. of knowing the language, navigating us, being able to read the signs and 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 all the documents and emails, and helping me get my my visa and residency and and all that stuff. And so, yeah, and in turn, because you had to bear a lot of that taking taking the lead foot, that gave me a lot of anxiety too, because typically I'm the, I'm, I like being the person who leads the charge on things, right? Like even making a reservation sometimes gave me anxiety because. Yeah. You can't just pick up the phone and call because you don't know if they speak English, even though most of them do. Yeah. Like, because in Canada, I just didn't care. I just took the lead on everything, yeah. everything. And here, everything. and here I'm always like questioning whether I have the fluency yet to be able to do that. And I'm, I've gotten a lot better since yeah. it's, it, we're reaching two years, but but yeah, that was interesting. And so I guess to sort of wrap up this episode and kind of to take us to where we are today before we move into the future episodes, um, 2023, I think, and I don't know if you feel the same way, but I think it brings a lot of possibilities. I think yeah. now that we've gone past all the, the exciting changes, big changes, hard changes, tough changes, changes you didn't want to make, going into 2022 where there was a lot of... Um, anxiety or or lingering excitement and sort of sort of trying to figure out your place and, and figuring out the next steps this year i feel like there's a bit of more of a sure footing and it's interesting too because i i actually didn't have told you that i um this for this year some people do a word of the year mm-hmm. what do you want your word uh, what do you want your year to be like mm-hmm. and the word i chose for 2023 is bloom Bloom. Oh, cool. Because I feel like last year we planted, or even the last two years, we mm-hmm, planted mm-hmm. seeds and mm-hmm. something like yeah. started to like make its way through the soil and whatever. And yeah. I feel like this year, I that's the feeling that I want. Mm-hmm. I want it mm-hmm. to bloom. Like it's the possibility of things. Yeah, and that's yeah. that. It's funny. That was my word. Like the word that kept, kept sort of crossing my mind when you think about the new year or resolutions, which which we don't really make, that's not really our thing, but I, I kept thinking possibility because yeah. I'm finally in a place where I understand how the city works, the cadence, mm-hmm. eh? Eh? Mm-hmm. the cadence of how Berlin lives every day, how I can, how I fit into that equation. Yeah. Uh, the language barrier has gotten a lot easier because my German has gotten a lot better. And so possibilities just seem more abundant to me but I think that's that's sort of it right like we're so early into the year I don't know much much more that we can talk about I think this episode uh 
this topic, sorry, being wrapped up in our final episode of the year will be interesting to see where we all land. Yes. Yeah. But it's getting a lot nicer here, so our moods are a little bit brighter. I hope wherever you're watching this, the weather is turning there as well, unless you're in Australia, because then yeah, you're, it's, going it's going the other way, and we feel bad for you. But at least, but you know. But I heard the winters aren't that bad. Yeah, exactly. So, but again, let us know what you're excited for. Yeah. Uh, in 2023, did you feel the same way about 2021, 2022, and 2023, and what that's all been like? And maybe. Let us know what some of the topics you would like us to dive deeper into since yeah. I'm in the photography and filmmaking lane of creativity a little bit in content creation. And, and though you're more on the content cre creation side as well, you're more in sort of the strategy and execution side. And let us know if you want to know information about sort of what it's like to be in Berlin or if you've seen some of our travels on our Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, all the questions about lifestyle in general if that is more of what you're into rather than the creative side yeah anything that sort of like you think about we're very open to cover like we're just here to have fun conversations yeah. and deep conversations light conversations yeah yeah we're this this episode probably seems a little bit more serious but i think we'll start to loosen up as the episodes go on we have a lot of really great topics that we've been uh, keeping track of and yeah. we want to get in uh, deeper into yeah and we've always stopped ourselves when we came up. Sometimes we we're talking, we come up with a topic, and then it's like, hold it, hold it, hold it. Yeah, Let's yeah, write it down. Yeah, yeah. Don't talk about it yet. I believe one of the episodes coming up that that we were planning to record is, why are you the most creative when you're having a shower? Yeah. Right. Is why are you creative in the bathroom? What is What is it about the bathroom that <laughs> yeah, makes yeah. you creative? Yeah, I think that's one of the next episodes. Yeah. But that's pretty much it. We'll leave our Instagram handles down below. Uh, we did we do an Instagram channel for Cadence as well. Yes, we did. We did? Oh, okay, yeah. I think we'll do some like short reels and, yeah. and, and all that there. So all the information down below. Yeah, we'll, we'll put it in the show. And thank you for watching. Yes, thank you for being here. If you made it to the end, you're a hero, you're a champ. Please like and share on all the different platforms. Maybe leave us a review. A five-star review? Is that how it works? Yeah, that's how it works on, on podcasts. Podcast. That would be amazing. Yeah, and subscribing to the podcast helps it a lot. Yes. On whatever platform. We will have the video version up on YouTube mm -hmm. because uh, there'll be a channel for that. Yeah. But there will also be everywhere you can listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, all that good stuff. Yeah. Kat's going to take care of all that. Mm -hmm. And that is pretty much it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed listening to us and we will see you in the next one. Bye.